Rochelle to do a, a post office run, mail some cards out around Valentine's Day. <laughs> I said, okay, would you throw one in the mail for me too? Sure. So she's got a couple of boxes, card to mail at the post office. I don't know, about an hour goes by, comes home. And I said, uh, man, that took a while. And he said, well, you're not going to believe this lady was so mean. Like, what lady was mean? What happened? So what What happened here? You had trouble at the post office. I had trouble at the post she office. She went postal on you. Yeah. Basically. So <laughs> I was mailing out just a little Valentine's gift for the kids. Yeah. And you put it in a box. Well, I had to get the box at the post office, and yeah. that's where the trouble started because they have the boxes there, yeah. but they have no tape. So I'm like, okay, well, do you have tape that I can buy? She goes, they're self-adhesive. There's tape on the side. So hang on a second, because I don't know that I've ever done this. Uh, I've yeah. gone to the UPS store. Right. But when you go to the post office, they have a cardboard box like, hanging on the wall for sale. Yes. Is it for sale? Do you well, have to pay so extra have, for this? They have two different kinds. They have the priority boxes, which are kind of these long boxes, which was not going to work for the shape of the things that I had. And then they have regular boxes that you can buy, and then you pay by how how much it weighs. Right. Well, these boxes that you pay by how much it weighs have these weird self-adhesive tape things to it that don't work. Like, they don't work. They don't hold the box together. So I am struggling in the corner, and I asked the lady for help, and she was like, there's tape on it. You're fine. Just tape it up. So I proceeded to fold the box the way I would fold a box. Sure. I put the stuff in there. I used the stupid tape, and I stood in line. Yeah. Well, I got up to the lady and I was like, are you sure this tape is going to hold? Because it doesn't, the sides are popping. I'm like, this is not going to work. She's like, well, you folded the box wrong. Come on. Yelled at me. She wasn't even like a bitch. She was mean. <laughs> like, she made me feel dumb. So she, bitchy would be, well, you folded it wrong. Right. So it wasn't passive she aggressive. Was mean. This is straight out, you like, fail. Insulting me. She, this is not how you fold a box. I said, well, that's how I fold a box. She, it has to be flush. I said, well, there's no instructions. And I asked you for help. Do you have some tape? And she goes, I guess I can just use my tape. Wow, she used that tone with you? Yeah. Are like, there other people yeah, around? Yes, they, and wow. I looked at the lady who was standing behind me in the line, and she looked at me and kind of gave me, you know, those bug eyes, like, yeah. oh, man, what is going on there? The lady was so mean. Oh, my God. Just mean. I left, and I was almost, I, like, welled up with tears almost, because I was like, <laughs> what? I felt like an idiot, because I didn't. No, you're not an idiot. I wouldn't be able to do it. Not I just, a chance. Well, I mean, is there a certain way to fold a box? Like, I didn't. I mean, when I when I pack, I always do like that weird that double fold, fold thing that you do. Yeah, yeah. So the box is already kind of closed by itself. Well, apparently that's not the way to do but it. But you'll do like three it. loops around with the duct tape. Of course, I just will. to make sure it doesn't. Does the post office want your box to fall apart? Of course they do. Well, don't. that's what I they thought. They should be willing to give you a little tape to make sure. I was willing to buy tape, and right. she's like, "It's self adhesive." I'm like, <laughs> "Sorry, I felt so dumb when I left." No, it's not you. And I'm just hoping the kids get their stuff in time for Valentine's I'm sure Day. It'll be fun. I just ugh. I just want to know more about what caused her to be such a prude. She was so mean. <laughs> just what she should have done is waited to see if she's mean to other people. I, I, want, I know I had to leave because I'm not kidding. I was like welling up with tears. Oh I had gosh. to go. I was because I, I always assume people are just mean to me, and then it'll be no. nice to the next person. Again, she wasn't bitchy. She was mean. So she's probably mean to everybody. She was just mean. Well. Did not like that post office. Will not go back. Will be filling out the survey. Not nice. All of this is good news for FedEx. <laughs> good morning, America. Welcome to Monday, February the 13th, 2023. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071 The Boss on 99.7 FM. Anywhere on the free Boss app. And another big one ready and set to go today. Listen to this uh, rundown we get going. On the Celebrity Hotline, actress Mariel Hemingway will check in. Whoa! <laughs> Big fan. 
grew up with her in uh, Superman and a bunch of other sure. movies in the 80s. And she's got a uh, podcast where she deals with mental health, and she's also raising money oh. for puppies that need to be adopted and rescued oh, from cool. uh, puppy mills and that kind of thing. So she does a lot of good work. So she's moved kind of from uh, actress to philanthropist. Philanthropist. Gives money away. That's right. Yeah. We'll talk to her later on this morning. Ralphie flew out to the big game. And we'll get the report from him, and he's got the metrics, you know, because you get that other gig with USA Today where you can see which is commercials get the oh, most impact, yeah, yeah, yeah. which are most viewed on YouTube and all of that, so we'll talk to him. Yeah. Fast five, birthdays, oh yeah, dead guy in an envelope. Oh, jeez. All right. Coming up at 710 this morning. <laughs> I got to focus. Kind of uh, shocking to wake up this morning with the, uh, we went to bed just after halftime. Yeah. And so I kind of... Assume that the uh, Eagles are going to pull it out, but kind of shocking to wake up this morning and see uh, the recap of what happened at the end there. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I thought the Chiefs looked kind of weak in the first half. So, man, what a turnaround. They did. They did. They what looked terrible turnaround. in the first half. Yeah. I thought the Eagles were going to run away with it. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, they had they, they have that. See, see, the Super Bowl is completely different than any other than any other game. Because what happens is, is that normally the teams run out onto the field, the visitors first, then the home team comes out, and then they do the anthem, then they start the game. Sure. Yesterday, both teams came out. They were on the field for, and I just timed it just to see how bad it was, for 25 minutes before they kicked the ball off. Wow. Now, that's a long time. And and you're, you're, and you're thinking to yourself, you know, I'm not a football person. What, what, who cares? You know, they're on the field. What's the difference? It's a big difference because you get all fired up in the locker room. You come out, and it's very difficult on the yeah. sideline to maintain that level mm-hmm. uh, when you're uh, when you're out there. And then at halftime, the NFL halftime during the regular season and every other game is 12 minutes. They get off the field. They come back on out. 12 minutes. It's on the clock. 12 minutes. That last night was 32 minutes and 30 seconds. Yep. Halftime. That is so unfair. <laughs> to, yeah, that's tough. You know, and 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 it's and what happens is any momentum that you had during the first half is gone. Yeah, it's yeah. gone. Yeah. In fact, I think they came out and they said that the Chiefs, the first play the Chiefs ran in the second half, they hadn't run a play in like an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, I, I read that. The one, the one guy was eating a candy bar on the side of the <laughs> I Did saw you see that. that? Yeah. Matter of fact, any <laughs> momentum we had crazy. at the beginning of the show has been lost now that Joe did this big long explanation. So no, and that also, stop it. That, that and and that horrible, terrible, uh, a gross, horrible halftime show I was, waiting was, for it. was just was just. It wasn't worth the 30 minutes. Listen, I'll say this. I do think that she's got a fine enough voice, but uh, here's oh, a ton of hits. Especially ton when of you're great. especially when you're a mother and clearly everybody's buzzing that she's pregnant again. She is. What do they you confirm do? that she is pregnant again. What are you doing but... grabbing your crotch and doing that kind of business? You got a nice voice. Just sing the hits. There's no yeah. need for all that uh, twerking and all that booty stuff. It was ridiculous on a family show. I agree with you, Joseph. I do. Just horrible. Yeah. It was it was really, really horrible. Now, on the other hand, that Chris Stapleton, he was almost as good as Whitney, Phenomenal. man. Phenomenal. So very good, nice, yeah. very nice take on the national anthem. Enjoy yeah, that. you know what? Though Whitney's though, that, that'll never be better than Whitney. That'll that because of the the moment in time and everything else. Sure. <laughs> see what see what I did. There? I saw what you did. <laughs> but the moment in time, uh, it's that that will never that'll never ever ever be ever again. That, but that but he was just, pretty darn uh, good. I got to say, he so. was outstanding. And the Philly coach that standing there crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that story was, he said, you know what? That's when it's going to hit me when they're singing the national anthem. That's when it's going to hit me. I'm in the Super Bowl. And yeah. Bam! That's what it hit. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. crying, yeah. Yeah, so anyway. I'll tell you one other thing right. is uh, Michael Strahan had one hell of a good-looking suit and a pair of shoes. <laughs> that is a, that's yeah. a handsome man, that Michael Strahan. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know if he's not a well, handsome man, but he's dressed. But he's he's well dressed, dressed very well, and it makes well him look dressed. even even more yeah. handsome than he would be without that gorgeous suit he had on. That had to be yeah. a $5,000 suit. That was <laughs> Easy. That Easy. was nice.
We've made it a Monday morning tradition. People really seem to enjoy this. It goes back to the old place. <laughs> Joe, uh, Joe convinced me to bring it back. It's time once again for Dead Guy in the Envelope. In my hand, an envelope sealed. I've just opened it inside a little piece of paper, like a fortune cookie, with the name of a deceased celebrity. Big name. Uh, You're going to be able to uh, figure this out if you give it time. You will have heard of this person once we reveal who the dead celebrity is, the dead guy in the envelope. Could be a guy or a gal. It's up to Joe and Rochelle to (laughs) ask yes or no questions until we find an answer. And if we have to, we will go to the phones and come up with a little prize for you this morning. So let's see how it goes. Time once again for dead guy in the envelope. Question number one, Joseph P. Nolan. Is this a female? No. All right. Is this an actor? No. Is this a singer? No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Is this a person in sports? Yes. Jeez. Hmm. <laughs> Football. Yes. Uh. Did this person die unexpectedly? Mm, no. Was he a local football player? No. Did he pass away at an old age? Yes. Was he a Super Bowl MVP? Here's the issue with Robbie picking a sports person. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. Uh, was not an MVP, no. No, but he was in a Super Bowl from what you just inferred. Okay. Yes. Uh, did he go on to be a sports newscaster? Yes. Pat Summerall. Nope. Good guess. He wasn't in a Super Bowl, you idiot. <laughs> he was before Super Bowls. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a feeling this could be an easy one today. We're only a minute or so oh, in. You guys, yeah. Oh, I, I know who it is. Go ahead. You guys are cooking. Uh, was he married to someone famous? No. Did he at one point coach the Oakland Raiders? <laughs> yes. Was his name John Madden? Yes, look at that. Wow, that's a new Joe Nolan record. Two minutes sure. flat. And we that have identified old- the, the dead guy in the envelope. I feel like we almost need to go on to a bonus round since we still have time no. here. Man, but that was, uh, let me tell you something, that was the fastest I've ever gotten one, going that, back to the old days. Man, just phenomenal. Good for you, Joe. <laughs> do we want to do a uh, backup here? Because I do have a backup, but... Or you want to just move on? It's up to you guys. I mean, it's up to uh, you. It's up to you. I don't I feel know. like to you. I, I mean, feel like we're we supposed just, to do traffic in a minute and a half. I feel like we. Just, <laughs> I was going to say. I feel like we just moved on. I will talk about uh, celebrities, though, if you wouldn't mind, Joe. Go ahead. We screwed something up on. Uh oh. Saturday night, we were supposed. I mentioned we went to the oh. restaurant. It was like a converted church that they turned into a right. restaurant, mm-hmm. and we uh, we ended up doing that just to get out of the house because we were going to go over to the Basie and see William Shatner. Uh, right. He was. Remember, he was on the show, and they, they show. He goes around to different theaters. They show Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan up on the big screen. Right. Then he comes out. Right. He talks about it. He takes questions and answers, and then he takes a picture with you. We're going to go over there on Saturday. Rochelle is checking parking and all that. She goes, "Hang on a second. Today is February 11th. The show is last. It was Friday night. Yep. I had tickets to go and everything. Thanks to our friends at the uh, Basie, they were nice enough to invite us over there. I screwed the whole thing up. We missed it. So and you stiffed them. Well, what do you mean I stiffed them? You forgot. 
Well, I didn't, Clearly, you didn't care enough to go because you were, you know. <laughs> I had it in my phone. I had it in the calendar as February the 11th. He, he was it on the wrong He was date. at Bergen Pack on February 11th. So when we had him on, he was promoting both dates, you know, because we cover both areas, and I totally screwed it up. Mm-hmm. So I feel terrible. Not only, I mean, Shatner doesn't care, but I feel bad for the people <laughs> at the base that they were nice enough to have us down, and I totally screwed it up. So I sent him a well, very. You know what? Stuff like that happens sometimes. I mean, no, I've done it. it in fact, I just did it recently with the pizza thing. Yeah. I mean, it, ha- it happens, you know, because Robbie, and I'm not making an excuse. I'm not blowing smoke up your note. You know what? But the the two of them are really big. They got a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of times, you know, it's it's you get busy and you, you forget or you screw something up. Yeah. I was looking forward to Sorry, getting my were, picture of William Shatner. We though. both were looking forward to it. Pretty bummed out. So. Also, the Basie is the best popcorn ever. But. And I, I'm going to go ahead and say this. I brought a, uh, I have a Star Trek hat and I was going to bring it over there. <laughs> I know that's oh, her. Mo- that's what Jesus said it about. <laughs> I was going to have him sign it for you for your birthday tomorrow because I know you're a big Trekkie, and I just uh, I screwed it all up, Joe. So I feel terrible. Oh, that's all right. Don't worry about it. So I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring the hat in and I'm going to sign it and try and copy William Shatner's uh, handwriting, and then you could just tell people that it was from <laughs> it was from him. Okay. Perfect. But it'll be me. So there. <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm so disappointed. I look forward to Dead Guy in the Envelope now every week since we started doing this again, and it was just anticlimactic today. It went so fast. It did go pretty fast. And I think it's because you guys are in my head, because for a couple of weeks here, what were the last two we did? Uh, Andy Gibb <laughs> and Bancroft. Yeah. I forget who was last week. Um, was it Heath Ledger? Heath Ledger. And even that yeah. one was a little tricky, and you guys keep saying, oh, this is not mainstream enough, especially with Anne Bancroft, who's, if people don't remember, she was Mrs. Robinson, yep. and she was married to Mel Brooks. People say, that's fine. I mean, I guess I've mm-hmm. seen her in that movie, but it's too obscure. So I thought, especially the morning after the Super Bowl, I would do something uh, sports, and I would do no, I someone mean, was- a little more well-known. I mean, yeah, a little bit well-known. He's very, very well-known. But you know so what? He here's, can... here's my mistake. If it hadn't been the morning after the Super Bowl and I had done John Madden, I think it would have taken you longer to get it. Because well, I think when you said uh, when you movie, hear... no, music, yeah. no, and then Rochelle goes, sports. Right. Because we're all thinking about sports because the game. So that was my fatal mistake well, playing this morning. Uh, when you, and when you say sports, I mean, obviously there's a lot of famous sports players that have passed away, but John Madden is... I mean, it could have been Joe DiMaggio. And immediately, I mean, within three I know. questions, Well, that would have been really hard. Within but... three questions, you were right. That's what I... There you go. That's what it should have been. That would have been an even bigger twist, is if I did do sports the morning after the Super Bowl, but I did, like, hockey or something, yeah, you know? that probably would have been... Yeah. That's okay, though. You live and you learn. Honestly, just... it's the Monday after the Super Bowl. I'm kind of <laughs> grateful that there wasn't a ton of questions, because it's a little rough for me today, brains, if I'm being honest. Brain's moving a little... A little fuzzy. A little slower than usual. A little fuzzy. But that was just... I mean, again, I've been... I've known Joe for 15 years. That was the fastest I've ever seen anybody do it. That was pretty, pretty good. <laughs> I like that he said that he he knew it because he does that every week. He's like, oh, I know. And then he guesses yeah, and it's totally usually wrong. not it. But this time. So I'm happy for him. This time he was. <laughs> and I was trying to be prepared of whether you asked me, uh, you know, is John Madden married? And, yeah, yeah. Because you're right. I don't know very much about the sports people. Right. So I had to do a little extra recon. Well. And it was for nothing. So just, John Madden is like. He's a big deal. He's yeah. a big deal. I mean, I he has a video game named after him. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> but nonetheless, I thought he was just uh, obscure, a little obtuse enough that it might uh, lead okay. to it's at right. least a few minutes. So Don't I just beat feel, yourself up. You I'm have... not just feel a little deflated. You know? It's all right. It's all right. I mentioned uh, we screwed up the Shatner thing, and we went to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned also that they had nothing but a valet, so that was a little bit uh, stressful for me. And then we get in there, and i got to say again, the food was uh, just great. This place in Manawan. And I don't want to plug them, because they haven't asked us to plug them or anything like that. Yeah. But they're right on Route 35. It is a nice enough place, and blah, blah, blah. But they have something strange on the menu now. We talk about this. Rochelle grew up out in Michigan, mm-hmm. in the uh, Detroit area. 
And uh, for those who don't know, much like Chicago, Detroit has its own kind of pizza. Yes. And they're known for, it's hot pizza. It's it's kind of deep dish-esque, but it's a square, thick pizza. Right. And they call that Detroit-style pizza. Now, yes. occasionally in my travels, even outside of that area, I have seen uh, Detroit-style pizza, but it's not as common as New York pizza or no, Chicago no. deep dish like you get at that Uno bar and grill, you know? Yeah, and it's not deep dish, li- it's not like that. It's not a ton of crust. It's almost like a thin crust sort of deep dish, but it's like oily and it's got the cheese that's melted on the crust. Now, wait a minute. Hang on. I gotta, like, it is not a thin crust at all. It's it's thicker it's, I don't than, mean, a, than a New York style I, pizza. No, I know, but I don't mean thick in the sense that the crust is thick. I mean that the... When you think of Chicago deep dish, it's yeah. complete. That's a thick, like a pie. heavy yeah. pie. This is not lighter, like that. Lighter than that, yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you've never had it before, hopefully that gives you an idea. And Rochelle sees this, and all, the, the only pizza they've got on the menu is Detroit style pizza. That's yes. the, the heading on the menus is Detroit style pizza. So the waiter comes over and she says, "Hey, I grew up out there. What's the deal?" And she says, "Oh, I don't know. The guy that owns the place loves Detroit style pizza, yeah. so it's something he put on the menu." And she says, "Well, I have to try it. I would, however, like to save a few calories. Can I get the cauliflower?" Crust. Right, they offered cauliflower or gluten free, so it's sure. like perfect. As That's many places, great. and she says, yeah, "Absolutely, brings it out. It's a little round pie. Look like any pizza you'd get anywhere." And guy comes over and says, "Oh yeah, when you order cauliflower, we don't do it as a Detroit style." <sighs> like, what the hell? This is not Why? Detroit. I was, I made a big spectacle about it. He even, he's like, "Oh yeah, dude. By the way, do you know uh, where Detroit style pizza came from? It's because they use the same pans they use in the auto body shop. Right. You know, giving me Detroit. the history on it." And so I said, "He's mansplaining the- to somebody who's from Detroit." <laughs> I wanted the, the, I just, I, you would think as a waiter, if I made a huge deal about wanting the Detroit style pizza (laughs) and then I ordered, I did order the cauliflower crust. You'd be like, well, just so you know, the cauliflower crust doesn't come in the Detroit style pizza. And then I'm like, oh, well then I guess I'll just have a regular cause, but like nothing. And he brings it out. I was like. This is what? What is this? you think this is Detroit style pizza? Yeah, and then he acknowledged that it wasn't, but he should have made that clear that when you get the cauliflower, you're not getting the same pizza. So it was fine, but, but it was it still good pizza. It wasn't it bad. Was not so. the Detroit style pizza. And then he did bring out free uh, espresso at the end of the As night. He so should have. I think he, I didn't get Detroit I think style he, pizza. He knew you were PO'd. <laughs> we got a PO'd Rochelle. Time right now for hashtag Mom Confessions. Every morning, seven twenty at nine twenty, we hear from moms. Is that hashtag trying to get the kids going this morning? A lot of schools, by the way, are delayed this morning. At least yes. a handful of them are. Yeah. They like a two-hour delay just to give the teachers and the kids, the moms and dads, everybody get to school. So nice. After the game last night. But we share it right here on the radio for moms just like you, just like this. Candy Stripes 44 said, my three-year-old said she wished that we had a pet. I reminded her that we have a dog. <laughs> and wow, the genius surprise on her face as it dawned to her that our dog is a pet and not just some guy who lives here. <laughs> well, that's nice that she thinks of it a doggy nice. as a member of the family. I wonder what kind of pet she was wanting, though, if she didn't think that the dog was a pet. What do you think is a pet? I don't know, like a chinchilla or something exotic, <laughs> a, a panda bear? I don't know. Not that Alexis said, I'm going on a business trip and I get a text from my husband that says, I think the kids have hidden a hot dog in the house, but I can't find it. <laughs> I used to play hide the hot dog. That's a fun I'm game. I'm sure you did. Yeah. <laughs> Susan Wilde said, sorry, there are 26 kids in your daughter's class and the Valentine's only comes with 24 in a box. Good luck. Good luck. Is have to buy Sorry. some extras, hand them out to people on the sidewalk. That you is kind of crap that they do that. that for your kid. Well, they know they do it on purpose. You they know buy what they're a up whole to. Another box for two kids. Forget. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You're not getting. Also, that mom's name is Alexa. That must be. Oh, just like the app, well, huh? Says 
it's not that Alexa, so I guess. Imagine how stressful that is for her. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got the same name as the little speaker thing. Uh-huh. 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 Hashtag mom. God, we search that hashtag. We share them every single day. Thank you for sending them in. 720 and 920 right here. Over to the celebrity hotline, actress Muriel Hemingway. Muriel, good morning. Hi. How are you? Good morning. I'm well, thank you. How are you? Oh, we're doing just fine. It's so great to have you on. Thank you uh, for making some time for us. And uh, boy, this is such a fun event you're doing this weekend. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about it. It's called To the Rescue Puppathon, the 2023 edition. It airs over on Great American Family, and it all goes to uh, the Forever Family Rescue Foundation, which is a 501c3. So boy, this is so much fun to celebrate the weekend, uh, you know, doing some good for our furry little friends. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, what's going to happen on this uh, telethon? And- yes, we're, we're trying to not only raise money but save dogs so Mm. you can make a donation you can actually make a donation live you know just text live 801-801 and make a donation you can watch the puppathon telethon puppathon um and you're gonna see some amazing dogs amazing little faces my own dog is gonna be with me um daisy uh who just turned one uh, but I've always had rescue dogs, and I just think it's really important for people to know that there's, you know, they could save a dog and really change their life. Yeah. I, I tell you what, you see a dog that gets rescued, gets adopted, finds his, uh, his or her forever home, and you can just see it in their eyes that they know what has happened. They're grateful. They yes, it, Oh, it, it just is. melts your heart when you it see the video, you know? It, it does. Yeah. It does. It really, really does. And you, you, I mean, you just the words out of my mouth. And you've never... If you never rescued a dog, you will never know the amount of love and devotion that animal will have for you forever. They just know. They just know, no, 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 no. (laughs) Well, happy birthday, by the way, to Daisy. I'm glad she's found a forever home with you. That's that's a happy (laughs) thing. She's amazing. I've got another rescue dog who's 13. She's only about 9 or 10 now, and she's... She's an amazing dog, and she, you know, she came from she came from Mexico to Southern California. I mean, she was it was crazy, but she's had a crazy little life. But she, oh my God, does she love us? Yeah, mm. and so again, not only do you make a donation, but adoptable dogs on TV as part of the Puppathon. I mean, does it get any better than that? Absolutely, it doesn't <laughs> get better than that. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> And this is a great organization. I was reading up on their website, Forever Family Rescue yes. Foundation. They really do a lot of... Family re- yeah, foreverfamilyrescue.org, which is a 501c3. So right. you can make that donation. It's happening through the, you know, Great American Family Network. And it's it's based on... It's happening because my friend Tommy Habe has a show called To the Rescue. And which, by the way, is such a heart-wrenching show. Did he watch... He goes in and he saves dogs from all these crazy yeah. situations, and it, it's awesome. I, I can't watch that show. I knew he did it because it breaks my heart, but I think it's amazing work that he yeah. does, and God bless him that he could be a person that does that. We used to work with a rescue, and the lady would talk about you know going in some of these horrible situations, and you just, oh, my oh. God. Well, Mary, I can't even talk about it because you just want to punch those people that would ever put an animal in that situation, but that's let's not get into that. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let's not get into it. I got to, aside of the Puppathon, I got to ask you a couple of things here. You have a podcast that I'd like to know a little bit about that explores uh, mental health. Can you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have a foundation called the Mariel Hemingway Foundation.org, and it is a resource navigator. And I started a, um, a podcast called Outcome to Sun Podcast, uh, which is on Spotify and, and, and YouTube and uh, Apple. 
Um, but I talk to people about their either their story or their solution or both, right? So there's all kinds of things going on across the country that are helping people with mental health. But I think that people don't really realize that there are so many different options out there and people feel very isolated when it comes to mental health. And, yeah. you know, and kids, there's, there's an epidemic of suicide across the country. I mean, with, with, you know, with, with our, our first responders, with our, you know, like there's just all kinds of things going on in the mental health world. And I just want people to realize that they, they, there are solutions and there is recovery out there. Certainly. Well, well put. And, and listen, thank you for using your voice, uh, both for pups and for those who might be suffering uh, with, with mental health. But before I let you run, would you mind if I ask you a silly movie question? Is that okay? Oh, absolutely. I, I'm sure you get this all the time, but I'm one of those kids that grew up with Christopher Reeve. I'm a huge Superman fan. So I, I, I mean, I know a lot of people think Superman 4 was not the best of the series. I love it. It was the only one that I got to see in the movie theater. So it's a happy memory of mine. Can you talk a little bit about something you remember from being on the set of Superman 4? Oh, my God. Well, yeah, it was, let's just face it. I mean, I was with Christopher Reed. It was, you know, the last Superman that he did. Yep. It was incredible. I was in London making it at Pinewood Studios. I was a super young girl. It was exciting. I worked with Gene Hackman, I was, you know, John Cryer. We had a blast. We had so much fun making the which wasn't the best. <laughs> it, was still, it was still amazing. Margot Kidder, she became a friend of mine. You know, like, it was It was amazing. It was amazing. It happened in the 80s. And, it, you know, it was it was the start of, for me, it was like, who knew that was going to last forever? <laughs> yeah. There's a scene where you're wearing like a sparkly gold top. I'll bet you you kept that from your time on the movie. Am I right about that? Do you still have that? <laughs> Oh, all right. Uh, no, you know that was back in the day where you didn't keep, you didn't get to keep your your wardrobe. Well. <laughs> There's the Lacey Warfield vault somewhere in the Warner Brothers lot, right? Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, again, uh, please, please, please watch uh, the uh, To the Rescue Puppathon, Great American Family, Maryland. It's great to talk to you. Great to meet you. Thanks again for all the work you're doing. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for the messages this weekend, Robbie and Rochelle. Radio on. Facebook, on TikTok, Instagram now. Also, I uh, have a podcast, which you can catch anytime on all the usual spots, the Audible. and uh, Are we on Audible? I think we're on Audible. Kindle? Are we know. on Kindle? Let's be on Kindle. Isn't that for books? I don't know. I want to be on there. Do we have a book? No. I just want to be on Kindle. <laughs> okay. We're going to get your podcast. I'm on Kindle. <laughs> be in Agatha Christie. There you go. Also, uh, streaming on demand right at 1071theboss.com. Just click the Robbie and Rochelle in the morning page. Okay, here we go. Monday, back to business. Time for the Fast Five. Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories that you needed to know. Being the no, number five to number one. We start at number five and count down today. This is a video that's been racking up some hits this morning on Reddit. It's a bride getting married over the weekend. Whispers something to the groom. Mm. And then he says, wearing microphones for the videographer. Oh, sure. Because she probably shouldn't have said that on mic. Excited to lose your virginity. <laughs> I have a mic. That's always going to be enshrined in our... Our wedding video. <laughs> I like how the videographer says I can edit that out. Wait, did he, did she say, "Are you excited to lose your virginity?" Yeah. Oh my god! 
Now, if she's kidding, that's really unfortunate and embarrassing. If she's not kidding, that's very unfortunate and embarrassing that well, she's sharing that with everybody. I mean, it just is, is it not? I mean, I no. guess if they're all very uh, old-fashioned. They're saving their but. self for marriage. There's nothing wrong with that. But well, maybe she's just busting his chops. I, I don't know. Well, she's, well, just, she's not now. She's going to be later, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be busting them later on. And you went there. Maybe Busted them later on. And you went there. But the good news is the videographer can edit it out. There you go. It's going to be a Perfect. jump cut from, all of a sudden he's wearing a different shirt. <laughs> this really has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but go see a movie with Rochelle. And throughout most of the movies, you go, do you see that? The face moved. That must be a different take. See that? His hair moved slightly. The same. There's a little hair up right there. It's a different take. I can tell. That's yeah. an edit. Mm-hmm. Whole movie. I'm a psycho. I'm it is sorry. really interesting, though. It's like, I never noticed these things, so she pointed it out now. Once you notice them, you can't stop finding them in every movie and TV show that you watch. It's crazy. She's like the bonus features on a DVD. She knows all the ins and outs. Number four, here's a woman from Texas. You know everything's bigger? Texas. Texas. Woman there has the world's largest feet. See, it's true. Oh. Okay. I just like that headline. Woman with the world's largest feet. She lives in Texas where everything's bigger. Yeah. She was gifted a custom pair of high heels by a Chicago boutique shoe shop Mm. so she could have the first pair of feminine shoes. Up to this point, she's been wearing custom-made, essentially orthopedic shoes. Okay. Her name is Tanya Herber. Here she is, the woman with the world's largest feet, talking about getting these giant high heel pumps. Most women can go to the store, you know, and just find a pair of shoes to go with any outfit. That has never been my experience so i would always wear men's shoes can we look up how big her feet are i just did so she's got a 13 inch foot and wears a size 18 woman's shoe i think the average woman is what like a seven yeah something like that. So we're talking more than double size 18 what size does shack wear i thought (laughs) (laughs) she sounds like a normal woman and i know that's a little insensitive but i kind of expected her to be like yeah i love these pumps these louboutins are great she's got it's got to be the record for women because shack is in a size 23 it is. It's for women. A woman, oh, okay. Yeah. I went to... I woman went, with the world's largest feet. I remember going to the Ripley's, believe it or not, and they have a pair of Shaq shoes. I swear <laughs> to God, it's as long as my arm. I'm not even kidding. Insane. I do like when you talk about how big your feet are, and immediately we think of Ripley's, believe it or not. <laughs> wow, well, that's a it's really... Like the elephant man and this poor lady with giant hooves. 13... That's over a foot long. You should see my corns. <laughs> Oh, my God. Wow. Bonus story for you. Curse a game last night. You see these two? Chiefs fan gave his kidney to an Eagles fan, and then they oh. attended the game together. The donor is a guy named John Gladwell, the recipient, a guy named Billy Welch. Oh, and they had a great so nice. time at the game, and he is so grateful to receive that gift of a kidney. Oh, wow. I posted on Facebook, does anybody have a spare kidney I can get? Minor junk. Marines are a band of brothers. Don't leave someone behind. Well, that's really nice. Oh, so John, I guess so nice. he's a Marine, as I'm reading this story here, and felt it was his duty to help another person, even though they highly disagree about who should have won the game last night. So <laughs> That's a great story. Won't see any Yankees Red Sox fans doing that for each no. other, let me tell you right nope, now. No, probably not. <laughs> I'm glad you're going to die. <laughs> no, Ma's the best. You're an idiot. Derek Jeter sucks. That's the way the, the Boston wow. fans are stupid. I'm a Boston fan. Yeah. They're stupid. They, They're drunk bit. and belligerent and stupid. A little bit there. Number three, Roseanne, Roseanne Barr. Mm. Is she Roseanne Barr again? I guess she is. I don't know. She was Roseanne Arnold for a while, but I think she's back yeah, to being Roseanne divorced. Barr. She says that she's the only comedian who's ever been canceled who has lost everything and has had no one defend her publicly. She also says that uh, what happened to her when she was canceled for saying something derogatory and having her show canceled mm. is the same as the witches that were burned during the Salem witch trials. <laughs> 
Okay. Listen, I'm no fan of Roseanne, yeah. but she certainly has, if she goes on a concert tour, there are people who go see yeah. her. She can go get herself another TV show she's somewhere. she's not the only person that people, I mean, get out of here. There's, that's just not true. Remember when we uh, were first uh, dating, we were watching TV together and they were advertising the return of the show? Just that harmonica for that yeah. show, Roseanne, irritates me. Yeah, the, when the Connors started, oh. yes. you said That's exactly what you'd like, oh, no. She is just repulsive. <laughs> But that doesn't mean that there's not fans out there of that would go see her. Are. So of quit course. your tiny violin and just go on a concert tour. <laughs> we, can, we can call up the Basie right now, I'm sure. Uh, no, maybe not the Basie, okay? I don't mean to put my friend John in that yeah, position. Yeah, don't do that. But I'm sure there's some little theater <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere, you know. somewhere. Well, I'll tell you what, Joe will take you for the blast off. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. Joe will take you for the blast off. Not a problem. <laughs> Welcome to summer. Here's Roseanne to sing the national anthem. Oh, my was that Joe or Roseanne? I don't know. <laughs> Sounded a little bit like Kermit the DJ, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Number two, here's a study that found feeding your dog table scraps can actually be good for them. Mm. You know, they say don't give the dog people food. Yeah. Well, in fact, uh, most of the dry food, the little pebbles and stuff, is processed food, whereas as long as you're not giving them, you know, Oscar Mayer processed food, yeah. it's fine. So if you want to give them like some yams or hamburger meat, sure. it's good for your dog. It's fine. The problem becomes when you're eating dinner and they put their face on the table <laughs> and they expect their plate on the table. Rick this jumps. Right, I mean, Rick is a cat, but he acts like a puppy. He, he has his own, chair, his at own chair at the table and he just sits there and waits for somebody to give him a bowl. He really does. What was he eating? He was licking up uh, garlic butter the other day. Garlic butter. Just straight garlic butter. He, I go in the living room and he's sitting there licking the, the little container of it. Because his breath doesn't doing? smell bad enough as it is. What a weird cat. Garlic butter. That's your fault because you give them table scraps. No, it's I true. But the table scraps, in fact, are not bad for him. It just makes him impolite. Yeah, but then they but... beg. Right. He's rude. Yeah. They're, they become rude. That's <laughs> what, what I should have done is trained him that if he did something, then he will get a treat. Yes. And I or just... you have to wait till we're done. Yeah, I know. So that part's on me. But And the garlic butter breath is on me. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's all my fault. It's all your fault. Yeah, the whole yes. situation yep. is my fault. Yep. Number one, going to a movie has been voted worst place for a first date, hmm. according to users on Reddit. That's fair. Going for fast food comes in Ooh, number two. Yeah. They list McDonald's specifically. Okay. Number three, having the first date just at the house. I want you to come over and uh, hang out on the couch. We'll we'll play some Dungeons and Dragons and. Yeah, no, don't do. I, call of Duty see, together. I like the movie, but if you're getting to know somebody, I can understand why that would be bad because you can't really talk. No. But I do like going to a movie as a date. Don't take your date to McDonald's, even if it's a 20th date. Just don't do that. <laughs> and going to the house on the first date, I've been asked to do that before. On the it, first date? On the first date. Doesn't that just sound like a booty call? Yes and no, but beyond that, you don't know the person. I'm like, wait, you want me to come to your, what, do you have a dungeon? Like, why am I coming to your house? <laughs> no, I'll meet you at the bar down the street. been inspected for dungeons? I just, I'm not, I don't know you. I'm not coming to your house. I'm with you. I'm not, you're, no, we're not, we're not there. It's going to take a long time before we get there. <laughs> Not okay. Don't invite someone to your house on the first date. So ever. what's a good first date? They, they only dinner. list the... Uh, you go to dinner? a nice dinner. I think you just go for coffee. Yeah, I know. That's your go-to. It just cost you a little less money. I, I don't the know. whole thing's terrible. Why spend 100 bucks on dinner? I guess it's fine, but if it's an evening date, that seems weird to me. I would go to dinner or at least just... How about an ice cream cone? Or the bar. Grab a drink or I mean, something. I guess a drink Loosen at the bar is fine. Bit, I, I know, but know. then you got to go out at night. Who wants to go out at night? You well, know that's what? usually that's... when dates are, Grandpa. That's just me. So luckily, none of this is my problem. But whatever you do, don't go to the movies and no. see Avatar. No. And you're sitting there for three, three and a half hours, hours in silence. No. Right? Monday, world-famous celebrity birthday file. Prince Jackson, that's Michael's son, mm. 26. Mina Suvari, remember her from the American Pie movies. Oh, yeah. Peter Gabriel, 73 today. Jerry Springer celebrates. He's 79. Aww. He looks pretty good for he 79. He does look good. Stockard Channing, Rizzo. Yes. From Greece. 
She's 79 today. Kim Novak. She's in one of those Hitchcock movies. I think Vertigo. Oh, okay. She's 90 today. Mm. Today's National Valentine's Day. No, Galentine's Day. Galentine's. What's a, what's a Galentine? That's when you have your girlfriend Valentine. You and your girlfriend, like me and my girlfriends would go out and oh, celebrate Galentine's. I thought it was a typo. This is actually a thing you women do? I didn't yes. know that. Galentine's? Galentine's Day. You never heard that? If I want to go out with uh, my buddies... Would that be, if Joe and I go and have a beer, would that be a bro and time? Us women are lucky if you celebrate Valentine's Day with your significant <laughs> other. If you're going with your bros and doing it, come on. Come yeah. on. Don't worry. Joe's not going anywhere with me that I involves understand. a check. Because he knows how that's going to end. I understand. National Clean Out Your Computer Day and International Condom Day. <laughs> Just save it. You'll need it tomorrow for Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say, Roseanne, play the blast off? That'd be a good, that'd be a good booking, don't you think? Uh, no. <laughs> Not amusing. She's looking for gigs. The idea is to get people to come. Yeah. <laughs> I have to do a little uh, shout out here. I knew this was happening and I was told I was not able to say anything until it was happening this morning. I don't know why it was a secret, but our buddy Ralphie, who does the Totally 80 show, Correct. Uh, is going to be uh, on with us a little bit later. Now, he went out to the game uh, Saturday and did all the right. pre- the pre-festivities on Saturday night. He's there yesterday in the lead up. Then he took a late flight. He's back this morning. I thought he was going to be there this morning. And I thought he was, because I knew he was going to be on the Today Show. Yeah. But he's on the Today Show right now. He's, he's Right now. He's in New York. So I guess he flew back to do the thing. I figured they were going to have him from the game because he uh, he was doing coverage for his gig. with. He's got another job with USA Today where he covers entertainment and stuff. But he's, he's on in New York. So I don't know why we're having him on now at 845 an hour from now because he's not there. He's back here. Well, he was at the Super Bowl, though. I know. But what's he coming on for? Just talk about how he was on a flight? I don't get it. I wonder if they flew him back private. Oh, maybe. Maybe they said, listen, you want to get on a jet? We'll get you home. And he said, sure. That would make some sense. I would do I that. Know. I, I know you would do that. <laughs> yes. Yes, I would like to fly the hey, plane. Ever done, I only did that one time. Just once. But that, what? It's just completely different. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's, a, it's a nice deal getting the private yeah, jet. it's but, a great uh, deal. But he looks pretty good there on camera he with uh, great. Hoda and Savannah and Al Roker and the rest of them. So, Ralph, you'll be on with us in about an hour. But uh, see him on your TV this morning. I assume he's doing another segment there on the Today Show. So. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. He's, he's big time. Just like, Look at that. Big time, just like man. we used to be big time, Joe. He's big time. Uh, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> now here we are. <laughs> here we are chugging along. But at least he's still making time for us, okay? Hasn't forgotten where he came from. That's right. Good boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. Westman on the belt. Bar. You know what? There I, he goes I, again. I, I'm just... No, no. Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? Yep. You're right. Sorry. It, it's, uh, never mind. Um... <laughs> This is why Joe used to be big time. Today, one of these, one of these days, one of these days today is just, it's just, you know, it, it, my, I, I'm in a fog for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's okay, everybody I was up late really, last night. It's okay. Yeah, I was up late last night, but I wasn't really, I wasn't drinking. I deliberately didn't like get crazy drunk anywhere. You know, I mean, because maybe that, that's that the always, problem. Yeah, I think your that's body's what, just used to it. That's what used to happen to me. I get so so blasted. I, I, you don't know how many times I called in sick on Super Bowl Monday. No, I do know um, how many times I would hear about it, at least in my brief tenure. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's not here again. He's not here again. Time right now for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. If you are a community group, a local business, an organization, a charity, and you're looking to do some good, looking to throw the spotlight on what you're up to, raise a little awareness, make sure everybody turns out for a successful event, let us know. We like to share them right here. You can text us, 732-774-4444, Boss Text Connect. You can send us a direct message on the Facebook machine, or you can go to 1071theboss.com and contact us that way. By the way, you get the complete list of events when you click Station Events for Community. 
community events. Mm-hmm. One of the little drop downs there at 1071theboss.com. The Short Club in Spring Lake Heights is hosting their annual bridal show that's going on Sunday from 1 to 4. Tour of the ballrooms. My goodness, this is such a lovely ballroom. <laughs> Sample the catering options. Meet with wedding consultants and enter to win prizes, including a seven-day honeymoon. Okay. Yeah. All right. Shoreclubnj.com for all the info. I don't know that you need to specify that you're, you know, several years into marriage and simply simply like a seven-day vacation. It doesn't say that anywhere in the terms and conditions that I can see. Say that. Shoreclubnj.com for the info, probably including that... uh, term and condition, so. I don't know. Might want to check it to avoid disappointment. <laughs> New Jersey Boat Expo is happening Thursday through Sunday this upcoming weekend at the Expo Center. Over a hundred kinds of boats for sale. Free seminars on boats, boat safety classes, and the Kids Cove, too. The kids oh, love that. Yes. JerseyBoatExpo.com for tickets and more info. And Bubba Coos Burritos having their Taco Trot 5K. That goes on Sunday, March 19th, 9 o'clock. But now is the time to get a team together and sign up. It's going to be at the Wall Municipal Complex. So walkers and runners of all abilities are welcome. Then after the run, Bubacoo's Burritos is catering tacos at the finish line. Taco-themed finishers medal as well. That's what you want is the golden taco. I, that's the only way to run a 5K is to end it with tacos. Sure. I mean, that's that's just what you do. don't forget the golden taco. And the golden taco. And I imagine the silver and the bronze taco as well. Yes. You get a long sleeve shirt and tacos for all participants. Sign up now at runsignup.com. And again, you want to put a team together, always a good way to do it. There you go. Just a couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Well, I... Uh, comparing notes this morning. I said, Joe, you usually have a little get-together at the house. He said, yeah, I do, but I'll tell you what. Last night, just went out, had a good time at the bar, was home, was in bed at a timely hour. So it was a low-key yep. night for you, and you said you loved it. I loved it, because we didn't have to... The only thing that's going to stink is today, there's no leftovers. But, <laughs> but, but you know, but that's always the best part of having a party is yeah. the next day. Yeah. But, um, but you know, it's it's uh, it was it was phenomenal. Mary and I just went around the corner, a little tiny bar around the corner that we go to a lot. And, uh, you know, we were in there with maybe a dozen other people. It wasn't crowded at all. And, uh, you know, we ordered some wings. And then we sat there and watched the first half. And then at halftime, the owner was nice enough to bring out um, pizza and subs for everybody. That's free. great. That's great. Uh, yeah. Yes, that's so and, nice. Uh, and we did. And we had that. And uh, they were really good, too. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, we, yeah, were just, actually, uh, we were just home ahead. last night. We didn't do very much. But on Saturday night... We went out to the mall, and then we stopped to have a bite to eat, and we picked. We like to pick places we've never been before, so Rochelle right. found, uh, I'm going to be calling them out. I guess I'm not criticizing them, so it's okay to call them out, but uh, there's a little Italian restaurant that's uh, built into an old church or a monastery or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's over on Route 35, so we went over to this mm-hmm. place, and food was good, and service was good, but I had, it's one of those places where there's nowhere to park unless you use the valet. You know, they got a teeny little parking lot, and I got the valet guy right. there, and then they got all these signs everywhere goes, can't park here, tow zone here. And right. like I, I don't, I, there's nothing wrong with the kid trying to make some money, but I don't like to use the valet. I don't like people in my car. It just the whole thing makes me nervous. But we Strangers, had no yeah. right, so we went around the block a couple of times. Like unless we're gonna, unless we're gonna leave, there's nothing I can do. We got to use the valet. So we pull into the valet line, and the kid goes, "Just, uh, just leave it. I got a couple ahead of you." I said, "Just leave it." So I'm standing there, and he walks by again. He's like, "Yeah, just leave your keys in the car. You're all good." I'm like, "I'm not leaving my keys in the car and walking <laughs> away from my car." It was just a whole thing, and he just was looking at me like I had ten heads. But I mean, there's all well, these people with these I, these well, nice cars pulling in. I mean, who's going to leave their their keys in the front seat with the car running? I think that's crazy. I think probably everybody. Did. I went yeah. inside. Absolutely I, everybody <laughs> did except for me, but I was... Right. I, I'm going in. If somebody really wants to steal it, we've got full insurance. Whatever. Right. We don't like right the car itself. anyway. 
Take the right. well, check. Right. <laughs> he stressed me out for the rest of the evening. So my dinner that's, was the dinner was good, but it was somewhat impacted by that. You know, <laughs> that's why that's, that's why I am with my boat. It's, you know, when it's when it's when it's get a big storms and everything. Like, you know, if it sinks, I get to check it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's covered. It's I don't know. Take you know what, car. Captain? I don't know that that's the best attitude. I really don't. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I've had that thing so long now where if it sank, it wouldn't be a, even a bad thing, to be honest with you. <laughs> Just take the insurance money, eh? Take the money and get out. All right. She said. She said. With Robbie and Rochelle. Of course, I love Ralphie, so I'd only be giving him a hard time. Because I love him. Also, you don't know that's what happened. We'll have to ask him. Yeah, I'm curious, though, because he said, you know, we're going to do a report from the big game. I'm going to yeah. flying me out there for the newspaper, and then I'll check in with you. And I said, great. And then he said, I hope this is okay, but I'm also going to do a TV thing. They've asked me to go on the Today mm-hmm. Show. I said, mm-hmm. that's amazing, bud. That Absolutely. Amazing. Of course. Let, let me know where you can fit us in. I said, so you want to do it early? So well, I'm going to do the Today Show, and then I'll come on with you later. I said, okay, great. But he's in New York, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> he's a man of he's mystery. Busy. He's like He's like Batman. He's definitely got to be tired. He looks like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. But the Ben Affleck one, you know? <laughs> Not the Michael Keaton one. No. <laughs> Talking school today. We mentioned in uh, school earlier, a lot of kids going two-hour delays. Pennsylvania, the whole state, two-hour delays. That's crazy. Going. Isn't that kind of interesting? Good for them. And there's some bills in different state legislatures out there to try and make a Super Bowl Monday, the day after the game, a national holiday for mm-hmm. kids and teachers and, and parents, I suppose. Yeah. Anyhow, let's talk schools. What subject should be taught in schools that is not... Oh. First thing that comes to mind for me is finance. Yeah. Now, I guess there are some technical schools, high schools that might teach this, and certainly you teach, learn accounting, you go to uh, get an associate's degree, that kind of thing. Yeah. But I just think managing money is important. And listen, I'm bad at it to this day. That's something I wish I'd learned from an earlier age. Yeah, absolutely. How to balance a checkbook, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. I th- yes, absolutely. I, I, I also think you need a life skills class. I know they used to do home ec, but that's a little different. I think it should be... Talking about like fixing a doorknob? Yes, I think it should be required for all kids to learn how to change a tire, how to unclog a toilet, how to sew a button back on, how to read a map. It's not the Boy Scouts, it's school. I know, but I think these are basic skills that everybody should have. You should learn how to cook something. Today we're going to learn how to bake some chocolate chip cookies. No, I... Yes? Honestly, I think... Not necessarily chocolate chip cookies, <laughs> but how to boil a pot of water or cook an egg or something. I did not know how to boil a pot of water. You did not know how to turn on our oven when we moved here. Well, I never used a gas well, one Well, exactly. You should know how That's to use... That's not a basic life skill. Yes, I had an electric is. one growing up. How was I supposed because to know? Because then you move into a new home and you don't know how to use it. So that's that's a two-minute lesson <laughs> on how to teach somebody how to turn on a gas stove. All right. Everybody should know how to change a tire because everybody, if they drive... Once in their life, will have a flat tire. You should, I would have to call AAA. You should know how to do that. That sure. is a basic life skill, and it should be required. Not an auto body class or a <laughs> shop class or a vocational class. Everybody should know how to do that. I just think it's really important. I uh, really do. I have to say, not to uh, disagree with anything you're saying, but my answer, which is finance, kind of solves every other problem. Because if you're doing well financially, you just pay somebody to handle the rest of this crap for you. You know. I don't disagree with you, but I still <laughs> think it's a good skill to have sure. to know how to. I mean, if you clog your toilet in the middle of the night, sure. I even if you're a billionaire, do you want to call somebody in to I unclog just, your mess? I run down to Acme and get some Drano. You know, that's what I'm going to do. That, no, that's that. how you unclog a toilet. You put enough in there, it'll it'll unclog it. Exactly. Or you you just, need a life. Or you just go in the sink, you know. Seven three two. No, just me. Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. It's middle of the night. You gotta go. 
Call us, text us. I got uh, all but one line open right now. Text us, very same number, or call us, 732 774 4444. Can also answer on Facebook. What's something that should be taught in school, a subject for school that is not currently taught in school? That's your he said. Those are coming up. Sometimes I'm mumbling under my breath and I sound like I'm upset. And Joe goes, What's the matter? I said, well, going back and looking at the uh, the engineer call this morning, said he was getting calls all through the middle of the night. We had a technical difficulty, and it turned out Kermit was in here. He doesn't usually do the overnight shift, and he's got a baby on the way, and he mm-hmm. worked uh, in the morning, then he came back at night. So I know he's got a lot going on. I understand that. But he was here doing the overnight shift, the midnight to 6 or whatever. And uh, he, he it's a technical thing, but he had the... the Computer was working such that he was he thought he was playing music and he wasn't for forty seconds time and oh, then we've got a little no. thing that wakes the engineer up in case we have some sort of a technical issue. Joe is cackling away, going, "Ha ha, that's fantastic!" <laughs> Listen to him. <laughs> that's so funny. Poor Kermit. Kermit woke the engineer up every hour on the hour. Every oh, hour on the hour, because every gosh. time he did what we do at fifty past oh. the hour, he screwed it up all night long. And the poor engineer's like, "What is going on over there?" And of course, he's calling the, the studio line, and Kermit doesn't answer. Doesn't so, answer. Nothing. Course, doesn't no. our engineer have pneumonia right now? He's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, please, God, tell me that's true. That makes the story so much better. <laughs> Last week, he did have pneumonia. Hopefully, the poor man uh, is doing, feeling uh, a little better this week, yeah. So. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> All night long, he's every God hour. He almost killed the engineer. Uh, <laughs> and then he doesn't answer the damn phone when he's calling. He's trying to check in, make sure Kermit was all right. Uh, doesn't answer. So, there you go. Nothing. What a bozo. What a bozo he is. He is a bozo. He really but he's is. our bozo. He's our cute bozo. I know. And we love him. We do love him, but he's deep. I have anxiety. I really do. And, uh, and you Anja, have anxiety about the sun coming up. Well, that's, I mean, that is know. true. 100% true. That's a fair point. I'm sweating right now. <laughs> we'll talk to our friend uh, Ralphie, who's, uh, I thought he was at the big game. He went, came back. Yes. And he's checking in with us because he's also doing some guest spots on the Today Show. Busy guy. So he'll be talking to us from 30 Rock, from the NBC studios there, I guess. Mm-hmm. He said he, we were going to do it about 845. He said if we could do it a little earlier, that'd be great. So we'll go to him in a few minutes here. He's got the recap as to the most uh, socially interacted uh, commercials from oh, last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he works uh, the entertainment desk at USA Today, so he gets all this info. I thought that was kind of interesting. We'll go to him. Uh, we got a he said. She said. Just underway. I got about school this morning. What is a subject that should be taught in the classroom that is currently not? Rosa said etiquette, especially on social media. Hmm. Is that also like folding a napkin and which side you put your fork? Your yeah, knife? that would be etiquette, or just yeah, the way to properly eat and not be a hound when you get to the table. <laughs> Don't smack those lips. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Text from six five six one said cooking, cleaning, laundry, etc. The things your parents should teach kids, but sadly they don't. So the school should. Yeah, some of this stuff I feel like is the parents' job more so than a school because it's not like a I not I a do course. Agree. It's not education. It's I just... do agree, but some things like changing a tire, maybe yeah. your parents don't know how to do it, and sure. so or or even unclogging a toilet, maybe they were never taught that, and so who is supposed to teach it to you if not the school? I mean, that's... that's My mother taught me how to change the oil and how to check the um, check the oil. You know, when you take the, the thing with the rag? Yeah. You Your know? mother taught you how to do yeah, that? That she, sounds about right. She really did. Yeah. <laughs> John said a class on subtle nuances and how to interpret them when it comes to arguments with your significant other. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <little> couples counseling, <laughs> huh? Let's go to line two. Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. How you doing? Hey, how are you? I think kid. I think the basic thing they need to learn is common sense. All right. How do you, like Rochelle was saying. How do you teach like common Rochelle sense, says, though? Hey, you got to find it because this generation don't have it. <laughs> Rochelle was saying they don't know how to plug things in. They don't know how to fix things. You're talking about putting Drano down the toilet. Good luck to you. Right. You exactly. To well, see, I have, I'm just an idiot. I'm a lost cause is what you'd call me. 
Well, I'm I'm between lost and found, so don't feel too bad. <laughs> but I'm just saying, kids today are too busy on the internet. Yeah, no, I agree. Go out and socialize. Go out and socialize. See what the outside world's really about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. They're living the. They're living by the internet. Common sense. Go outside, learn what life is all about. That's all you can do. Common sense one on one. Put... Yep, exactly right. All right, Enjoy my the friend. Day, guys. Thank you. Hi, right, it's the boss. Hey, Rob. How you doing, bud? Hey, man. How are you? Good. How about a class on just basic respect? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you... well, there's none of that anymore. I mean, there's a number of times, like, I've even, like, done this myself. I'll hold a door for a woman, and they just look like right at you. They don't say thank you or anything. And I'll tell you what, it doesn't need to be a, it doesn't need to be a religious thing, but we should bring in nuns anyway, just because they'll scare <laughs> the crap out of all the kids. You know what I'm saying? This is true. Yeah, but <laughs> these young kids say they have no respect whatsoever, none whatsoever. Yeah. I'm really afraid of nuns. I got to be honest with you. I don't know what that is. Thank you, super fan, Ray. I don't know the habit, all of that, the black. I just you never went to a Catholic school. No, I mean I went to Sunday. I went to Sunday school. They were there. I just. Me out. Just the look of it. Yeah. Is it, look- the, is it that movie, The Nun? That, doesn't, that, that certainly doesn't help. You see that stuff, those horror movies. Yeah. certainly doesn't help. <laughs> All right, 732-774-4444. 774-4444. Call us, text us, Facebook us. We'll grab a couple more of those next. A subject that should be taught in school, but it's not. By the way, going to the celebrity hotline, not only is our buddy Ralphie checking in from mm-hmm. NBC with the uh, Super Bowl commercial recap, but uh, we'll talk to Mariel Hemingway, legendary actress, Big movies in the 80s and all of that. Now she's more of uh, an activist Yeah. for those uh, with mental health. And also for uh, puppies that are being rescued from puppy mills and that sort of thing. So she's making sure her four-legged little friends are in good shape. So Love we'll that. talk to Muriel, 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 a little bit later on this hour. She's related to Ernest Hemingway, the famous yes. writer as well, which right. is kind of a wild thing. Uh, let's wrap this up. The He Said, She Said discussion is on a subject that should be taught in school that currently is not. We sound a little bit get off my lawn today, don't you think? Just a little bit. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Got a text from 4331 that said, how to deal with the anxiety of life. Hmm. Anxiety of life. How to deal with stress. All right. Stress management, maybe. Stress management, I guess. I, can I guess it's something yeah. that they don't, you're not taught how to do that. And sure. it's just overwhelming feel, or even just how to talk about your feelings. I yeah. don't know. Maybe something. This is what Percocet and uh, <laughs> bourbon is for. But yeah. No, that's, well. a, that's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> Debbie said porn should be talked about in sex ed, how it can become addicting and how it may not accurately portray reality. Sure. That's interesting. Yeah. That is definitely something Lola being 12 is kind of going through that, th- those classes right yeah. now. And they, they certainly do not talk about that, but she... Well, it's a health class. It's supposed to be about the well, anatomy of it. Well, she a sex education class, though. That is, it is a health class, but I mean, they do talk about all of those matters. Mm. But she certainly knows what that is, but no one ever talks about it. So I do like see... Like what Pornhub is, you mean? Like what do you mean? What Playboy? Well, no, but that it's just not—it's not reality. It's just—it's like a—it's a movie. It's not something that's real. So I don't—I don't know. Eric said, "Minding your own business, one (laughs) hundred and one." That's a good answer. I like that. All right, it's boss. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Okay, I'm fine. Um, Civics. Civics. Yeah. How does government work? How do you pass a bill? How does How does it work? How is it supposed to work? You know, not how's it working right now, but how's it supposed to work? Right, yeah, I was going to say, right. I don't know that some of the people in government know how government works. <laughs> I, I don't think they took a civics course at all, but civics, you know, civics, or uh, uh, what, what am I having? 
economics. Yeah, economics, government should go hand in hand, but clearly not always the case. Mm-hmm. It's a subject that should be taught in school that currently isn't. Your he said. She said. Thank you for your calls on that. You can keep the text connect going all day if you like. 732-774-4444. We check it even after the broadcast day concludes. You can also get us on the Facebook. Let's uh, talk Super Bowl commercials and more. Here he is. It's our buddy, Ralphie. <laughs> Morning, pal. How are you? I am uh, I am fantastic. I'm coming to you live from 30 Rock right now, uh, fresh off of today's show, getting ready to do NBC News now in a minute, but most importantly, on with you and Rochelle. So good morning. Well, thank you for that. Now, listen, uh, before we do get into the whole thing, this is where I was confused. I, you told me not to say anything, which I didn't, but I, I thought when you said you were going to be on NBC, you were going to actually be out in Phoenix. And, I, and you, you flew to Phoenix, and then you flew back before the game last night, so you could be at 30 Rock. I'm very confused. What Like, what was yeah, that's exactly what happened. So I needed to be at 30 Rock for this segment, and I had a really tough decision. As you know, like me and Van Dusen were both big Bills fans, yep. and I had tickets lined up for the game. So if the Bills were in the game last night, I was going to have a very first-world problem. Uh-huh. Uh, but Joe Burrow and the Bengals took care of that. So, yeah, I was in Arizona to cover events and then back here this morning to reveal the results for USA Today's ad meter. Now, hang, hang on a second. This mean that if the, the Bills had been in this, you were going to blow off Hoda and uh, Kathy Lee or whoever it is? <laughs> I never First of all, Hoda and Savannah. Oh, that's right. Second yeah. of all, I never, I never said that. I was going to have a difficult decision. I was going to end up here, right? Come on. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Now, you, look, uh, you look fantastic on camera. Do we have the audio of, uh, of oh, us yes. uh, watching, Ralphie? This is back at 740 this morning on NBC. This is my little commentary. But... All right, well, you get it's hard to hear, but I said your your foot was tapping. I, I thought you looked a little nervous. Did did Hoda make you nervous? Uh, no, I, I've interviewed her before. You know, was I tapping my foot a little bit? That's just a thing I do. I I, right. I, I really wasn't. I was nervous maybe about an hour beforehand, but once I got on set, it was you know all, all systems go. All right, well, listen, you look out that window. And you tell me what you see out there, right? Well, I saw I saw I saw Rockefeller Plaza this morning. <laughs> All right, so, guys, what was your favorite commercial? Uh, that's tough to say. I'm going to go ahead and say the one with the uh, with P Diddy and uh, Donna Lewis and all the one hit wonders. That was pretty fun. Mm, yeah, I liked. Rochelle? I really liked the Will Ferrell. Netflix commercial, but the the dog one got me. I gotta be honest. Like I had a really hard time recovering from the poor little puppy and the baby in the bed. I was a good ten minutes with tears flowing down my face. First, it's interesting. We thought going into this that that GM spot you mentioned with Netflix and Will Ferrell was going to do well, and it ended up kind of being a middle of the pack spot. But you referenced Farmer's Dog, which was the number one spot this year on oh. USA Today's Ad Meter, and it's pretty unprecedented because that was their first ever Super Bowl commercial. It's a company that was co-founded in Brooklyn, and you know they shell out the what seven million dollars for a thirty-second ad, although I think that ad was longer. And yeah, it ends up uh, winning USA Today's Ad Meter this year in year number thirty-five. That's interesting. What came at number two? What was the runner-up? All right, so coming in at number two was the NFL spot with flag football, and the woman in that spot is actually, get this, she's 25 years old. She's the quarterback for Mexico's world champion flag football team. Mm. Is this the lady that had those little yellow tags? Is that the thing you're talking about? Yeah, that's flag football. Okay, got it. It It started with Aaron Andrews, and then, you know, you see Jim Kelly in there. You see Soft Gardner from the Jets in there. Uh, Mr. Beast, who's a YouTuber. Google them, people. Uh, Oh, yeah. Grayson loves Mr. Beast. Yeah. yeah. A lot of different people in there. So that was at number two. And then, speaking of pets, pets really resonated this year uh, more than the A-list stars because at number three was the uh, Amazon spot, uh, of course, of the dog who was uh, a little lonely and then ended up getting a companion. Mm Mm-hmm.
I'll tell you what, that little uh, advertisement they had, this might have just been more of a promo than an ad, but they had the deal where Terry Bradshaw, you can win a million bucks if you correctly predicted the spread. <laughs> and uh, I said to Rochelle, download the app. It crashed. It took her yeah, a couple I, of tries to get I in. Did. So I guess a lot of people like that little advertisement from TB. Fox did a very good job with uh, what we call in the biz in-house promos. So, yes, that would that would be one of those. Not ad meter eligible, sadly, no. but entertaining nonetheless. All right, let me, uh, before we wrap up here, let me ask you about the movie trailers that we saw. We had uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. We had a new Transformers, The Flash, which, of course, features Michael Keaton as Batman and Indiana Jones. Any of those make the top ten? They were, uh, so, uh, historically... Trailers, teasers, and we had a teaser, by the way, for the U2 residency out in Vegas. I know you guys are to book a flight for that. Yeah. Uh, historically, with Ad Meter, trailers, teasers do not fare very well. So mm. all of those that you mentioned were middle of the pack. We had uh, Ant-Man 2. wasn't really a, a, a teaser or trailer, but we had uh, him teaming up with Heineken Zero as yeah, well. Yeah, that was weird. Oh, that's right. Uh, Paul Rudd was in the outfit there for Heineken. <laughs> that was, was a weird commercial. Right, it was a little, little bit. <laughs> Be honest. I was like, first of all, it's Heineken. And second of all, there's no alcohol. Now here's Paul Rudd as an ant. I'm yeah. not sure. And here's the ant drink of beer. What's all right, happening? Ralphie, 15 seconds. Anything on John Travolta or uh, Steve Martin or any of those? Yeah, uh, the, the Steve Martin and Ben Affleck ones for Pepsi. Yeah, but uh, John Travolta, when I believe that checked in, at, it was a top 10 spot. So mm. uh, congrats to him. All right, cool. We will uh, hear you on the radio here uh, Friday night, 7 o'clock, 1071 The Boss, and of course at usatoday.com. Ralphie, thank you, buddy. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, we'll let him run. I know he's going to go back into another spot with, uh, is it Kathy Lee? Is that who it is? He is said it? he was doing something else now. Is so it I Joe don't know. Gargiola? Who's on the Today Show these days? There. I don't know. <laughs> I don't pay attention. He's a- but he would not. He would have stayed at the game had the Bills been in it. That's so interesting to me. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I don't say that I blame him. I'm just. Uh, he would have just been really tired. I yeah. think he would have just taken the red eye home and then not. I mean, you can't miss a chance to be on with. Uh, Brian Gumbel or whoever is on the Today Show these days. Who is it? Oh, it's Oda. That's right. Oda. Oda and Savannah. Yes. <laughs> Do a little smack in the face of Carson Daly in the hallway uh-huh. for me, too. Uh-huh. I, worked, I worked with Carson years ago. Mm-hmm. He's a boob. But maybe, maybe he's not now. Maybe he's got. He's a dad now, so maybe he's right. gotten nicer. Right. All right. Thank you, Ralphie. And again, Ralphie, not only with USA Today, but of course, one of our disc jockeys does Totally 80 Saturday night, does the Friday night show. Sundays, too, I think. So Yes. Thank you, Ralphie. Appreciate that. It was fun <laughs> watching all those. Uh, you've got in your story the clip of me watching Ralphie on the Today Show an hour ago. Make I actually clipped. I clipped you out because oh. I, I I didn't. It was mean. <laughs> yeah, you're like, look, he looks nervous. I'm well, like, he did look nervous. So I did. I clipped you out. Hey, of you there, heard but... him? He's like, am I doing that foot tapping thing? <laughs> yes, yes, you were. Right. I was just proud of him. So. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, Jersey's free money station, one oh seven one. The boss, hello. Hey, how you doing? All right. What do you want? A truck? Uh, Zamboni? Where are you? I'm on the turnpike. <laughs> Man. I'm going to drop right now. <laughs> All right, who's this? I believe my, I, I might, this is Michael. Michael, you can't believe you got through? Yes. Is that what you're going to say? Uh, yes, yes. Did I get through? Yes, you, I did. You, you did. I do you, have a code, though. Good. You're number 10. You're the right caller, so give me those three digits, and we'll see how much money's inside the bank vault for you here, okay? Okay. Four, four, two. Four, four, two will do it. All right, let's open up the bank vault and look at this—a nice, it's a hundred-dollar bill, hundred bucks. Nice going, Michael. That's that's a nice way to start a Monday morning after the Super Bowl and all of that. One hundred bucks, good going. Beautiful, I love you guys. Love you back. Where are you driving right now? Whereabouts are you? Oh, my great buddy, my mom. All right, good. Tell them who is Jersey's free money radio station. Oh, 107.1 The Boss. Woo-hoo! <laughs> nice going, Michael. <laughs> Hang in the line. 
Man, that's a lot of excitement. Turn my whole day upside down. Yeah.